bloody soul. Welcome to the Better Business Owners podcast, where we showcase the businesses and members of our network and provide valuable insights on all aspects of the marketing and sales funnel. Now here is your host, Jack Fortenberry. Welcome to the Better Business Owners Podcast, where we bring you the latest tips and strategies for elevating your business to that next level. And in the final part of our series on integrating content, email, and copywriting strategies, we have the pleasure of having expert copywriter, Leslie Nafis, and email deliverability expert, Neil Robinson, with us once again. Today, we're focusing on measuring success and ROI. So join us as we explore the key metrics to track, analyze data effectively, and use analytics to optimize your future campaigns. Get ready to unlock valuable insights and make data-driven decisions. And that starts right now. So to begin, I asked Leslie and Neil this question, which is what are the key metrics that businesses should track when evaluating the success of their content, email and copywriting campaigns? And this is what they had to say. I would say it still goes back to the same thing. You just have to know what each one means. Um, when you look at each part of a customer's journey, everything, their different rates dictate different things. Um, like I said, if you're if you're looking at leads being created, that's on your social media, that's on your copy of your landing page, that's on that part. Uh, if they get the email and they don't open it, that's on your subject line. So really, and then if they open it, do they actually do the conversion or do they do the call to action you've asked for? Are they replying? Are they clicking? Are they converting? You know that, and that goes back to the thing. What do you want them to do in that particular sequence? But every step everything matters you know just like in google ads of those things are they clicking on your ad are they clicking on the link to then get to that web page i'm not a google ads guy i'm just going to use that as an example but in emails you have to understand that every piece matters and those rates can dictate where your problem lies into it like if if you have them have an email there's a link that goes to a different landing page but once they click on it the email's job's done you know they've kind of converted they they've had them do what it needs to do now once it's a landing page that goes back to leslie did her copy convert and get them to actually finish it out or is the website slow and they didn't load and you didn't know that so there's all these variables but what you have to understand is every piece like in an email every step every conversion tracker kpi you're looking at dictates what's going on and so you have to look at those each individual to see where in the problem is your your sequence or in your customer journey. And then that dictates where you need to focus and where you need to grow or, or spend that time and energy. When you're looking at KPIs, we Neil just said it, and I'm going to say it again, and we actually defined it in the last question. Where are you in your sales cycle, your sales and marketing cycle? Who are you reaching out to? Um, what is your goal for conversion? Is it likes and clicks or is it comments is it uh downloading a pdf uh what what is you 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 have to define your kpi your conversions um and what what roi means uh you also need to realize that the 80 20 principle applies in almost all uh every um uh kpi that you have uh, every definition of what conversion is, you're going to get 80% of your results from 20% of your people. The Pareto principle is the actual word for that. Um, and then 
One of the things uh, in the customer journey, where are your customers on the open scale, O-P-E-N? Are they oblivious? They don't know they have a problem and they don't know they have a solution. There's a solution. Um, Because if they're oblivious, they may have the problem, but if they don't know it, they're not going to look at anything you have to say. So you would define your... um, Uh, You would define your KPI for people in that very differently from those in the P who are pondering. They think they might have a problem. They're not quite sure what it is, and they're not quite sure um, where where they can get help for it. Um, In the E, they know they have the problem, but they don't know who it is. And N is they need your solution. They know they have the problem, and they know they need it. All they're looking for is you to say, here it is. Click here. Problem solved. So you need to know where your your people are on the open scale. Um, you need to know and define your KPI for every stage of your sales and marketing cycle. Um, and for every segment of your audience, not just on the open scale, but your people who hang out on Instagram are going to have different habits from the people who hang out on LinkedIn or who go to your website to read a blog or a Substack to read a blog, right? You need to, it comes back to research, research, research your audience and keep researching and, uh, and you got to stay on top of it. And for the small entrepreneur, that can be intimidating. All right, next up, I asked Neil, because he specializes more in the data side of things, how can businesses effectively analyze data to measure the effectiveness of their content, email, and copywriting strategies? And this was his response. I would say be consistent with it. You know, try, try to look at set time every time you look at it, whether it's seven days, 14 days, knowing what your, your ad cycle is, knowing what your sequence of cycles are. You have to be consistent because if I compare three days last week versus seven days next week and you don't take into account a weekend versus a weekday or you launch this, it's huge. So I would say if you're a small business, be consistent, set set a time on a regular basis to look at the statistics and compare apples to apples so you can easily see the shifts and the changes you know and know what systems you have going on you know know that your content marketing guy just really just paid a hundred more dollars for google ads and oh look my lead my leads increased well how are my conversions after the fact so consistency and being aware of all your different pieces for possible shifts or dynamics because if you don't change something and something does change you need to figure out what that is for the good or the bad. If something does change and you got a big spike and it's great, figure out what that is and start writing that thing. But if it's bad, figure out what it is and fix it. And so that's what I would say is consistency on your schedules and looking at that and being aware of any possible changes that you know are being made so you can control and take that into account when you look at those numbers. Continuing on with analytics, I asked Neil, what role does analytics play in optimizing future campaigns and improving your return on investment? And this is what he had to say. The the analytics gives you what's working and what's not working. The analytics tells you what you put in place and how effective they are and tells you Either something's working, keep going with it, or something's not working, change plans. It, it is highly, it's highly valuable, as Leslie pointed out before, marketing is a never-ending 
cycle. It's always changing. Your your demographic changes. Your audience needs changes. You know, something in the news could change how people look for your product. Like it, there's so many things, but your analytics cut, tells you what's working and what's not working for the people you're reaching. And that's the key. It's those people you're reaching, not not people you want to reach. It's the people that you are reaching. So you have to be very conscious about that. Look at who you've reached out to. Try to get as much information as you can from that to know what works or what doesn't work for those audiences. And then if you go to change your audience or you shift, it goes back to developing a plan, implement it, and then looking at those analytics to see what works or doesn't work. But that's that's what tells you the analytics tell you if what you've implemented is correct or not, and it tells you where you need to shift or where you need to put your more manpower into. The final question that I asked both of them was, are there any specific tools or techniques that businesses can use to track and measure the ROI of their content, email, and copywriting efforts? And this is what they had to say. But before we get into it, Neil mentions a UTM code. And for a bit of context, a UTM code or urchin tracking module is a snippet of code added to the end of a URL to track the metrics and performance of a specific digital marketing campaign. So let's hear what they to say honestly pretty much if you have a established email marketing system just from that side they have the analytics you really just need to have you know as i stated in one of the early comments is open tracking click tracking is becoming a a weird gray area because like i said apple and their privacy stuff there's a lot of proxy stuff going on that's pre-opening things it's harder to track it but it's still important if you can get that information as much as you can it's good to track it now one thing i've been using lately for a lot of people as a trick is if you do have links in your email the esp tracking you know if you have you want to set it for your domain don't leave it generic with the provider uh, but not only do you do your own subdomain to keep it all cohesive, but I recommend using like UTM codes for like Google Google Analytics. And this would kind of something, Jack, you would talk to. But if you get smart with your UTM codes and you make sure that this link for this particular email has the right unique code, that gives you information in the Google Analytics that you wouldn't have otherwise. So it kind of gives you that third party validation outside of the, the, the analytics and the tracking from the ESP. Because a lot of the ESPs, if you look at some of the larger ones that do like especially ones that do sales and stuff they look at your your customer retention your lifetime value they look at your rates per sequences per per cut like they get they can get very granular with it but um so yeah so just use utilize the tools that the platform gives you as far as the statistics are concerned and try to use utm codes with google analytics in your links if if you put links in your email that's that's a whole nother conversation but if you use links custom tracking link and try to use Google Analytics UTM codes. I think the bottom line is that you need to have some analytical tools that you know how to use and you have your KPIs and your ROIs and your conversions defined so that you know whether you're giving your audience what they want or not, right? There's a lot of people who define sales as the as the bottom line. And, you know, that is your key performance indicator, but that is not always so because audience engagement determines the number of sales, right? And so you can, the more you can get to that, whatever tool you use, and there are so many different tools out there on your analytics, right? But the important thing is get a tool that you can use, set it up, right? Define all of, define all of your characteristics, your KPIs, your your, what, what is a conversion? What is a, um, you know, what is my return on investment here? 
you know, how many people signed up, what is your goal, right? And you need to have that defined really clearly. And then it kind of goes back to the previous question, check for spikes and tanks. If it goes up, what'd you do here? And, you know, look at all of the uh, things surrounding that. If you have a, if you have a tank and people drop off, look at what happened there. Was that, you know, all the things around it. So, because marketing is all about giving the audience what they want. And that concludes our series on integrating content, email, and copywriting strategies. We hope you found today's episode on measuring success and ROI insightful and informative. Special thanks to expert copywriter Leslie Nafis and email deliverability expert Neil Robinson for joining us on this journey. You can find links to their websites if you would like to contact them about their services in the description. Remember, tracking key metrics, analyzing data, and leveraging analytics can help you optimize your future campaigns and improve your ROI. We hope you enjoyed this series and stay tuned for more exciting episodes of the Better Business Owners Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to follow the podcast for more valuable tips and strategies. And if you have a moment, I would appreciate you leaving us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps me improve and reach more business owners like you. If you have any questions, feedback, or ideas for future episodes, I'd love to hear from you. So connect with me on all the socials and visit www.cdpmediainc.com. That's cdpmediainc.com and share your thoughts. Also, I just launched our new forum covering topics from social media, media production, as well as this show. So jump on in and get your questions answered. And with that said, I'll catch you all in the next one.